Bruchim Haboyim B'Shem Hashem B'Rachnuchem B'Vais Hashem Welcome to our weekly and we mean weekly Wednesday night year dedicated to the Nishmas Eliezer Shlamas This week we celebrated 113 years 100 years since the Rebbe's Bar Mitzvah And we begin the next year, the capital of Bitsais Yisrael Mimitzrayim. The Jews left Egypt. And this being, of course, by the holiday that reminds and resembles this great Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim where the Jews left Egypt. This Shabbos we will not be learning the regular par- <coughs> sorry, the regular Torah portion, but rather this Shabbos we will have the parsha of Pesach. As we spoke this year, of course, all know the Kviyas is Shmini Shmoina. We are going to be reading Shmini eight times. We discussed this last week. As we read already Shmini last Shabbos to Mincha, yesterday, on this past Monday, and tomorrow on Thursday, which will be three times. This upcoming Shabbos will be again for Mincha, <coughs> four times. The following Shabbos again, Mincha, will be five times. Monday, Thursday, and the next Shabbos, three more times, which therefore makes Shmini Shmeina, which then we'll have the Yen of Shmeina, which we'll discuss. On the week of Pasha Shmini, two weeks from today. Instead, the Shabbos is Pesach. Rabbi, can I take a haircut on Pesach, on the Chalam, on Erev Pesach? You can take a haircut on Pesach only till Chatzay Salyem, we discussed this. Only until midday which is approximately 1 o'clock. Check your local listings. Thereafter, there's a question if you need to take it through a non-Jew, perhaps. But again, consult your local rabbi. Um, I said I would tell this opening brilliance that was shining across the table this morning... Uh, 6.15 in shul there were some rowdy young men that had been up all night long and decided they are going to be very Hasidic married people I don't understand what they are thinking and how they do that to their wives irrelevant my opinion I'm sure someone wanted to quiet them down and he asked them he says we know that in the Haggadah, the Baal Haggadah writes about the four sons, the Arba Bonim, Echad Chacham, Echad Rosha, Echad Tam, Echad Shehendei The wise, the wicked, the simple, and the one that cannot ask. He asked then, why are there no four Bonis, four daughters? 
There are many chachamot, there are many bright girls, there are many, unfortunately, at least one maybe, Rishayim, Rishantas. There are plenty of simple girls. Why not the four girls? Because you'll never find a girl that doesn't have a question. So the concept of Shani Deilishal does not exist in the female dictionary. It was a lousy joke. But it got a good laugh the way the guy told it. The uh, presentation was good. <coughs> the presentation's everything. The Mitzvah of Pesach. Sheish is Yomim Teichal Matzahs. Six days you should eat matzis. Vayem Hashavim. On the seventh day, Atzeres Lashem Alekecho. And Atzeres, which we refer to as Shvish or Pesach actually. And the Gemara, for those keeping score at home, is in the Sechtes Psachim, Kufchof Omer Aleph. This is, of course, in the beginning of the tenth Perik, Avi Psachim. And the Gemara says, Ma'ashvi Rishus, Af Sheishes Yamim Rishus. Just like the seventh day is a day that, a recommendation about eating matzahs, so two of the other six days. Eating of matzah is a rishus for the seven days. But this concept of a suggestion only <coughs> is a tremendous, tremendous service. What is matzah? We have the deep discussion of the difference between chomets and matzah. The word chomets has the letters mem tzadik in it and the word matzah has the letters, the word letters mem tzadik in it as well. But one has a ches and one has a hey. Arrogance. Arrogance, a person when they're arrogant, they don't see anything else except for themselves. They don't see anything further than the end of their own nose. Everything they have and know is bottled up within them. Because it's all about the me. I have to have. I have to say. Bring it to me. Give it to me. Therefore, Chometz is written with a Ches. And the Ches is a letter that is three-sided. is closed from three sides thereby not allowing to let anything off, to let anything out. Mashenkein Matzah, which is written with a hay, has that little space on the top where things can escape, the spout that can spew, that can get out and allow to escape and to allow 
to evaporate the gaiva. What are the spiritual ramifications of matzah? The Zohar Kaddish tells us matzah is referred to as michla de meimenusa, bread of belief. It also gets a name as michla dasfusa, of healing. Hence, one night by one seder, it's the bread of healing, and <coughs> the other night is the bread of belief. It is possible, God forbid, that a Jew should have his belief in a form of makif, outside, a just general belief. He doesn't envelop, he doesn't take this within himself, but rather it's only superficial. It doesn't affect his own feelings, his own actual intellect. When a person actually looks into his belief when he prays, This doesn't necessarily affect his actual actions. His prayer, his connection, he believes when he's praying, he's praying to God, but he doesn't necessarily put this into action, into motion. The miracle of matzah, it digests within the mind and the heart of the person. And therefore, literally has full effect on every organ and every part of the limb of the body, including the talk and the actions of the person. And therefore, causing, thereby causing the person to act and be the way they're supposed to. So, therefore, the main frame, we would say, of eating this matzah is the seven days. Because then it's a reshus, not like in the night of the Seder, where it's a must. When a person does something because they must, because they're commanded to do so, he doesn't necessarily take it to heart and to mind and to. There's a difference. Tera tells us, and we spoke about this once before, of the servant that serves his master out of love and the servant that serves his master out of fear. When the servant serves his master out of love, nothing is too much. Everything is doable. But even more so, the servant would never try or think of leaving the master. He loves him. 
Bashaykin, when one serves out of fear, they look to cut corners, they're always looking over their shoulders, they're always paranoid. <coughs> and they take that first given opportunity to book it. If in any which way, form or fashion, freedom should present itself, they'd be long gone. Not to talk about. When a person serves, does a job because they are told they have to do this job, there are times where they resent doing the job. They do it because that's their parnasa, that's their income, that's their sustenance but they resent it and therefore they don't necessarily have their heart and soul into it when a Jew therefore eats the matzah on the night of the Seder he is diligent about his eating he is measuring to make sure he eats the proper prescribed amounts And the commandment that he's fulfilling is Ba'erev Techlu Matzah. He said the evening one eats, needs to eat matzah. However, he does not feel that the ingestion of this matzah is totally enveloping within him the full Emuna Shlema. But the other six, seven days, where it's a achila of reshus, and therefore his own free will, he's eating this matzah. At that point, he etches within himself the amuna, and that thereby can enter. his mind and his heart. And therefore it would be called Michla de Maminusa. <coughs> his imuna, his belief, his faith feeds. Like food, a general feeds a person, so too does the matzah feed the person's spirituality and belief in God. There are different seasons in the year. In New York we know there's winter, 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 winter. Suddenly becomes summer. I think that's five seasons. Legally, there's a groundhog that gives his uh, rules and regulations. And based on this groundhog, we say there's a summer, there's a winter, there's a spring, there's a fall. Taylor mentions the seasons as well. <clears throat> the Taylor mentions the season of spring. 
And if you look in the Chumash Devarim, Deuteronomy, actually I can never pronounce, chapter 16, verse 1. Shamer, Shmer, Eschedesh, Aviv, V'asisa Pesach, L'Hashem Alekecha. Be diligent, the spring month, and do the holiday of Passover. To God your God. All the holidays have a season. They go according to the times of the year. You can see Shemais, the book of Exodus, chapter 23, verse 15 and 16. And if you're keeping score at home with your Gemaras, the Sechta Sanhedrin, Yiralu Famed Beis, 11, side 2. And we see that specifically when it comes to Chag HaPesach, there is a special commandment. It should be in Chedesh HaOviv, the month of spring. Has it snowed on Pesach? Yes, it snowed on Pesach before. But the actual holiday is in spring. Why is the Tater telling us this? Why did the Tater not leave it enough alone and just say, in the month of Nisan will be Pesach? For that month you have left Egypt. Tzayda, as we said, is Lashon Heira, teaches us a lesson. Everything in Tzayda is a lesson. And therefore, the fact that the holiday of Pesach is in the Chedesh Ha'aviv is a lesson. A lesson with which we can achieve strength a lesson with which we can achieve certainty in our service to Hashem go out into the fields in the winter time The naked eye will look at the wintertime fields and say they're bare. They're bare. There's nothing growing here. This place is a dead desert almost. And it looks like nature has lost its touch. It looks like it's been deprived of nature it's now left without anything, no longer existing springtime comes along the trees start to get confused 
the fields begin to shake a little bit and blossom. The one visualizing this knows that doesn't happen overnight. That doesn't happen all of a sudden. If all of us, if a person is to see now the trees blossoming, the fields now flourishing again, this obviously has been taking place. So throughout the winter, although it looked so desolate and dead, this is all a preparation for the actual growth process that is now starting to take place again in the Chedesh Aviv in the spring. The Jews left Egypt in Chedesh Aviv. Many, many years they were soaked, they were entrenched in 49 levels of Tumah, impurity. But after a short time later, they were standing in Harsi, under Harsinai and getting the Torah from HaKadosh Baruch himself. How amazing. How beautiful. Tells us the lesson That 210 years served them in this melting pot called Egypt. The melting pot that literally purified them once over and over and over. And when do we see this purification took place? As the Jews left Egypt. As they leave Egypt, then we see how wonderful, how great this whole process of 210 years was. From here we learn that also the person in his daily service, there are times the person really sees, feels short-sighted to something. He's down. He feels desolate. He feels like the winter and the frost have settled in on him. And there's no way anything is going to grow ever again. There's no way anything is ever going to be fertile ever again. Just the opposite. The person needs to know almost positively that this drought is only a preparation for the good things and the great things to come.
Excuse me. And this hefsik, this emptiness, this break, is only adding for our strength to serve God. And from henceforth, it will begin to sprout. When it comes to the carbon Pesach, let us just discuss another meaning. Shul said the Haggadah this past Shabbos and Shabbos Haggadah after Mincha. The carbon Pesach in this Siddur, most of the room, is read, of course, in the introduction of an Ishalma Parim Sifaseinu. We are compensating the oxen with our lips. And by saying, by reading what transpired, what went, went down by the Karim Pesach, it is if we ourselves are reliving this. The Rambam in his Sefer HaMitzvahs labels each mitzvah in the Torah. The 55th mitzvah that the Rambam writes in the Sefer HaMitzvahs is the commandment that we had to shecht, to slaughter the keves for Karm Pesach. That's mitzvah number 55. Mitzvah number 57 is the commandment that we have to eat the keves Pesach. The Rambam thereby is dissecting the mitzvah of Karbim Pesach into two separate mitzvahs. The slaughtering of the Karbim and the eating of the Karbim. The commentaries on the Rambam, known as the Nesa Kalev, The Nesakalim of the Rambam go into an explanation as to why the Rambam splits these two mitzvahs. There are 613 mitzvahs. What happened here? We learned Teda in four different forms. Pshat, Remez, Drush, and Said. In the Drush of this, 
in the drush factor, the Karm Pesach had two things in essence. And therefore they were valuable enough to be counted as two separate entities. What were these two entities? What are these two things that show and project the beauty of Karim Pesach? In order for the Jews when they left Egypt to serve God properly, it went to two stages. To slaughter the Keves HaPesach, the Almighty said to Moshe Rabbeinu, I swear to you, the Jews will not leave here. The Jews will not live here. They will not leave Egypt until they slaughter the God of Egypt in front of the Egyptians. The slaughtering of the Karman Pesach was the total degradation and defamation of this of the idol worshipping of Egypt. In which the Jews unfortunately at the time were also totally enveloped in. Not only Avidizara. But Shochatu, they slaughtered the entire servitude to Pari and the servitude to the Hashkafa of Pari. His approach to life. And they were prepared to accept upon themselves the yoke of God. This was done fully with Mesiras Nefesh, with abnegation, self-sacrifice. In chapter 8 of Shemais, the book of Exodus, verse 22, the question is asked, if they will slaughter the actual God of Egypt, Will they not be stoned? To this the Jews were shown how they gave over their entire life to the service of God. The second entity is to eat the Karben Pesach. This Mesidus Nefesh to see to it that the Karben be eaten
this attitude, not just no, not just the running out of Mitzrayim. Every action of the Jews until now needs to be totally soaking in this very service to God. And this, therefore, is the second mitzvah of the eating of Karma Pesach. This visual of the abnegation, eating, converting the blood and the flesh that very blood and flesh of the Egyptian gods. Gracias. And his entire machshaves, his entire thoughts, his thought, train of thought, his way of talking, his attitude, his approach to everything, is only according to the want of God. In the Haggadah, and so too, and to those keeping track at home, score at home, Psachim 116, side 2. The Gemara says, This is one of the Psukim that the 12, the 12 Psukim which the Rebbe instituted that every Jewish child learned by heart. In the Holy Tanya Kadisha, Perik Mem Zayin, which is entirely about this very same Pasuk, <coughs> the Alter Rebbe adds, not only every generation does need to be known as if and seen as if we're going out of Egypt. says the Alter Rebbe as well. Each and every day, the person is Person needs to see himself as if he is leaving Egypt. Where does every day come into this picture? Mitzrayim are mitzorim vigvules, Boundaries. These boundaries are a deterrent for the service of Hashem. And they stand therefore in front and they confront the person. And they don't let him do the service of God. They don't let him overcome his regular nature. Yitzias Mitzrayim, leaving of Egypt, the person is successful through the devotion, through dedication to overcome his Yitzhahara, to overcome his tests, to overcome his trials, his tribulations. And to thrive forward from level to level in the service of God. This is what the Alter Rebbe 
is now adding. This is the beauty of what the Altarebbe is teaching us. How the leaving of Egypt is as if the the dedication and the work was yesterday. It's not enough for a person to become complacent and to say, I'm satisfied where I am. I'm satisfied with where I've reached. But rather, one needs to constantly thrive as if he's going out of Egypt, he goes out of his restraints on a daily basis. Therefore, there's no longer any problem, any breach of the Holy Soul to reach and to achieve. to his place where he came from, to his source, which is molded from the Kisei HaKovit, from under the Kisei HaKovit. And therefore the person goes forth with this, whether it's a little in form or small or large. He wants to thrive even more each time. And even more so, he wants to literally attach himself to the Ain Safe Barakum. Like a flame, a rising flame. And therefore, the level at which he was at yesterday is a history. Because he is now so far ahead and so much detached from that. And therefore his yearning wants to leave these boundaries in which he is restrained. The last of the ten makas is makas Bechiris. Do not leave your home until the morning. Why? Once that destroyer was given permission to wreak havoc and cause destruction, he does not discriminate. Manishtana. Manishtana, the question of Passover. Manishtana, what is different? The Makkah of Becheres, that the angel was given right to destroy (coughs) and therefore the Jews needed to stay in their houses that were signaled that were 
marked off with the blood on the mezuzahs, on the doorposts. We don't find this by any of the other ten plagues. Let us therefore understand the essence of all the other plagues. What was the idea behind the plague? That Mitzrayim should know, says David, that Kiani Hashem, I am God. And therefore the actual Makkah was not just to eradicate, to wipe out, to destroy Egyptians, but rather to beat them to a consent, to beat them to such a level that they will know, understand, and believe in God. As quoted in chapter 8, verse 18, but when it came to the last of the ten, to the Makas Bechirais of the firstborn being smitten, the Abishan did not suffice with the fact that they will know Kiani Hashem, but rather Umeis Kol Bechir says the Rebbeinu every single firstborn needs to die. Destroyed, eradicated, wiped from the world. So when the Jews left Egypt, they said it was Midas Hadin. It was the attribute of Din. Manishtanu Elum Elu, Elu the Jews too served Avedizara, served idols, the idols in Egypt. And therefore, to look and differentiate between the Jew and the non Jew was not a simple task. And being that this was a Makkah plague that was there to punish. When the Jew walked out looking similar to the Egyptian, what was to stop that punishment being meted on the Jew as well, Katsushalom? Whereas the first Makkahs, which were to let the, the Egyptians know the greatness of God, the Jews were not punished. They did, not know, they did not need to have anything to remind them the greatness of God. Because the fact and the nature of the Jew is they are believers, the sons of believers. And therefore they knew God. Which is the goal of the Makkah was punishment. And the attribute, therefore, of Din was reigning. Venitna reshus 
and it was given a shush to destroy Rachman al-Islam, it could have come out to the Hifaragam be Yisrael Rachman al-Islam. The Jews too could have been punished. What was that great love that the Almighty showered on His children? With the Almighty to go physically out of His way practically to protect the Jews. As the Haggadah says, Elah Kodesh Baruchu Bechvedei Uva'atzmei. Himself, his very essence. Even though we know that Esau was Yaakov's brother, for Yaakov behaved in a different way. And therefore, Ve'ayev is Yaakov. And it doesn't do the service because of the way the son did, the child. And there's no complaint of the essence of what the person did. At that point, Yorada Kaddish Baruch Hu, Ve'hogin al-Bnei Yisrael b'chveidei v'atzmei. Anihu, v'loi acher, it says in the Agada. It was me, myself, says the Eivishter. Let us take some time to try to put something of the Haggadah on the table. The Haggadah is a very, very rich liturgy. And although many people feel that they just want to get it over with, just read it through. Let's get to the matzah, boy. Let's get to the mirror and let's eat. Therefore, we need to see the richness that the Baal Haggadah puts into his Haggadah. We began this year speaking about the four sons. The first one is Chacham. Ma'oimer. What does the Chacham say? Ma'edais v'hachukim v'hamishpatim. What are these edais, chukim, and mishpatim? Ashativa Hashem aleikeinu eschem. Which our God has commanded to you. Tells us the Balagoda what is the answer to the first child to the Chokom. You should tell him like you should teach him the halachis of the Karim Pesach and tell him The Rasha also gets mentioned here. That wicked child also teaches us lessons. 
And it does the Tome, as does Shani Deilisha. But let us first, I don't know if we'll have time for anything else, let us get into the Chochem. The Chochem is a wise boy. It does not refer to him as a tzaddik, as a righteous boy, but rather the wise boy. As a wise boy, what's the question? The tater's saying he's wise. He knows all these halachas and these dinim. He knows these laws. So what's the question that he's asking? He knows the answer to that. And not only are we letting him ask him, we're giving credence to the question. And we're answering him, Tell him the laws of Pesach. But rather, according to the visual, according to what we see from this, the reason that the Ben Chochem asks Mo'edes, he knows the answer, but since the entire evening of the Haggadah is based on questions and answers, this is the way the whole program goes on through the evening of the Haggadah, of the Seder. As it says, Ki Yisholcha Bidcha, when your child will ask. So therefore, he too, Terminatum, they finished? Therefore, he's asking, but this is still not, still not there. Why is it this question? Why is he asking this and this way? The tailor divided up literally the questions of the four sons. Therefore, there must be a special reason for each one of the questions. The Chokham being the highest level. As the highest level, therefore, he is the first one to question. So when he asks, this is referring to the highest level of spirituality of the Chacham. The Chacham is a person that is totally attached to God. The Yamada Subis, so you can score at home, 
Kufir Aleph Amin Beis says, Kol Adavik B'Tamud Chokim Kedavik B'Shkina. Anyone who attaches himself to Tamud Chokim is if he attaches himself to the Shkina himself. So much so that the attachment to the Shkina is such a level as if the Almighty rests upon him constantly. And therefore the person feels nothingness. And they all say, Kovid Lashkina. Therefore they achieve a level of Bittl Betachlis. This therefore is the foundation of the Chochem. Of the Chochem Mahu Eimer. Whatever the Chochem says is total bitl, Self-nullification to the Shkina. said about Moshe and Adam themselves. As we know, there are three types of mitzvahs. There are Eidus, which mitzvahs in the Chachila we would never consider doing. But only after the commandment of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, does the person undertake to do them? And being that they are a sign and a, a memory of something that happened in the Jewish past, Shabbos, Pesach, Sukkot, Tfilin, therefore they are continued. That's the first level of mitzvahs. Then we have Mishpatim. Mishpatim are mitzvahs that the Seichel understands they have to be done. On the end of Ahmed Beis and Edevin, if you keep your score at home, Daf Kuf, 100, at the end of Ahmed Beis, when it had, had it not been for the Teda, you would have learned sneers from the cat and theft from the aunt, the ant. Therefore, Mishpatim are common, common sense. Chukim, in turn, are mitzvahs that have no reason according to the seichel of the person. Chukah, chukakti, gezeire, gezarti, ve'enuch ha'reshus ta'ar v'achreya. I've asked, I've put this in this place, and you have no permission to ask. Generally, the mitzvahs of Edith and Mishpatim, a person has more life in them. Because they understand them. person themselves wants to personally turn to this and to Mekayim because of their value. The Kabbalah said, they want to 
do mitzvahs and attach to the Abishta. The Chacham, however, finds himself in a level of self-degradation, total nothingness. Who am I already when it comes to comparison to the Holy Shekinah HaKadosha? And therefore the Chacham himself has this question. And this is therefore the answer. Pesach is Lashem Psicha. Diluk jumping over. And we jump to the furthest of levels. And we need to help. That on this area of Pesach, we should not have to only suffice with Veneshalma Parim Sefaseno. It should not be only enough with the lip service, with announcing, with reading of the Karim Pesach, but rather we should be Zechat and Nechal Shom, Minazvachim and Minapsachim. We should be there on Harabayas, and we should merit to eat from the Zvachim and the Psachim. And being, bear in mind, please, that this Erev Shabbos, Friday evening is the first Seder, and the candles, although there are many that have customs to light candles when the husbands come home from shul, this obviously cannot be done this week, but rather the lighting of the candles must be done on the prescribed time for Shabbos, and... We should be zeicha that this Shabbos should be Yev Shikuli Shabbos, Shabbos of Menucha Chaye Lomim, with the great miracles of Geula, Mitzvah Vashlema. Shabbat Shalom to all. Chag Kasher Sameach.